so we're going to start today in Luke, uh, Luke chapter five, uh, Luke chapter five, verse uh, 27 through 32. Okay. Luke chapter five, verse 27 uh, through verse uh, 32. I'm going to read from the NIV. It says, after this, uh, Jesus went out and saw a tax collector by the name of Levi, okay, sitting at his tax booth. Uh, so he saw Levi, he's a tax collector. Levi's at work, sitting at his tax booth. Uh, then it says, follow me, Jesus said to him. Uh, and Levi got up, says he left everything and he followed him. Verse 29 says, then Levi held a great banquet for Jesus at his house and a large group of tax collectors and others were eating uh, with them. Verse 30 says, but the Pharisees and the teachers of the law, it's, you know, it's so funny because and we see this when we were doing our verse-by-verse Bible study in John, and it's so funny how every time something good is happening, here comes these religious leaders and the, the people with the law, and they got something that they got. Every time something good happened, here they come. All right, anyway, but the Pharisees and the teachers of the law who beg, um, who belong to their sect complain to the disciples, why do you eat and drink with tax collectors and sinners? Jesus answered them in 31 and said, uh, is it not, uh, it, uh, it is not the healthy who need a doctor, but the sick. I have come uh, to, to call the righteous, uh, to, I have come not to call the righteous, excuse me. Jesus said, I've come not to call the righteous, but I've come uh, uh, to uh, bring sinners to repentance. All right. So the name of this uh, message uh, is, is from the booth to the party. Okay. From the booth to the party. We want to talk a little bit about Levi. Now, again, when we see, when we see this, when we see this um, uh, uh, encounter here, we're seeing that Jesus. So when you when you read that, that entire chapter, chapter five is worth is worth reading. Jesus uh, calls his disciples. Then he heals a man of leprosy. Then he then he heals a man who's paralyzed. And now he sees this guy, uh, Levi, sitting at his booth, right? He calls him. Levi leaves everything right there in that moment. He goes and follows Jesus. He's having this party. The, the, the Pharisees are there, and they're questioning all this, all, all this stuff. And, and, and it's really interesting to see this, um, uh, is that Jesus, watch this, saw him sitting at the booth doing his job when he called him to follow him, all right? Now, again, earlier in this chapter, you're going to see a man who, ha- who has leprosy. He comes to Jesus. This guy hears that Jesus is there, and he goes to Jesus, right? You're going to see that in verse 12, if you read uh, Luke uh, chapter 5, verse 12. Then after that, you see a paralyzed man, watch this, who friends bought him to Jesus. You'll see that in verse 18, okay? So we see someone who comes to Jesus. We see someone who is brought to Jesus. But in this case, we see Jesus seeing Levi, Jesus going after Levi, Jesus pursuing Levi. Point number one that we see in, in, in this story is that we serve a God, watch this, who sees you, okay? So in a time where you may feel forgotten, in a time where you feel like, well, the best of my life has already passed, or in a time where you feel like, man, I messed up so bad that there's no way in the world that anything good can come out of this, or in a time where you feel like, you know, everyone else has forgotten about you, and not, you know, um, uh, and especially in the last year and a half and the two years where we've been in pandemics and people have had to quarantine and stuff like that. Some people are quarantining at home by themselves with nobody else, and you can easily feel as if you're not thought of or if you're forgotten about no 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 Jesus saw him he was at work in his booth by himself and we and, and so we see yes that Jesus that there were those who came to him and those who were brought to him but in the same chapter we see that 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 that, that we serve a God watch this who sees and who notices us okay and who sees and notices people because there's going to be time in your life watch this when you don't have enough strength 
to get up and go. So listen, you ever you, you ever been through it? And, and people say this all the time, and maybe you've experienced this where you where you where you've cried all you could cry. People say that, or you've prayed all you could pray, and it's like you know you ever been going through something so long where you you're, you're even tired of praying about this thing. You know what I mean? Like like I've been going through this so long, or or, or this thing has been an issue for so much, for such a long period of time in my life, and and, and nothing seems to be, be to be working with it. And it's like I've prayed all I can pray, and I've been praying so much about this that I don't even want to pray anymore. And so sometimes we just don't even have the strength, watch this, to, to get up and to go and to do the things where we, where we think we refresh our soul, right? Or we, or we sometimes we don't even have enough sense to go. Sometimes we just, we're, we're in our mess and we ain't thinking right, okay? And so yes, there is to come to him, but watch this, sometimes we either don't have the strength or the sense, and sometimes there's no one around to take us, but even that won't stop God from getting to us. He will come to you right where you are. He came, watch this, he came to Levi while Levi was in the tax booth collecting taxes. He came to him, watch this, in his booth, okay? And that's point number two. Number one is that we have, we serve a God who what? Who sees us, okay? Sees you right where you are. He sees every, and this is the thing about seeing, about seeing you. He sees you and he sees what you're in. And that's point number two, he comes to you what? where you are. He came to him while he was what? In his tax booth. Yes, that was his job, but his tax booth represents a lot more than just his job. You understand? So maybe we'll do a study on this, but the tax collectors at that time were, were, were the most, one of the most hated. Um, even some of the religious leaders who always caused trouble, they even hated some of the tax collectors. Watch this, because they were oftentimes unfair. It wasn't the way we think of it now, where there's just a certain percentage in your tax code that you got to pay in taxes and, 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 you know, a lot of it's taken right out of your check. No, they, a lot of, when you're in the marketplace or anywhere, like a tax collector would just come up and look at the stuff, do a value and say, well, here's what you got to pay in taxes on, on, you know, on that. And so a lot of times it was unfair. They would cheat people. They were corrupt, stealing people, and they would take more than they, that. So take more than they should have, take more than their fair share. So he came to him, watch this, while he was in that same thing that represented the mess, right? Mess re- represented the things that people thought of him because of his job, right? And so, so he came to him, not once he was uh, you know, free of that, or not once there was, a, but he came to him right there in his booth, which represent what before he got to before he got uh, uh, his thing together, before he got his what his life together. And the same way that Levi was in a, a in that booth collecting taxes, representing his job. Watch this. All of us also have those booths in our lives, okay? And for some of us, it's not necessarily even a sin that you're struggling with, but some of us, it's things that we can't let go. Maybe there's a pain that represents our booth, right? Maybe there's some bad decisions that we make, some insecurities in our life. Some people's booths represent an addiction that they're in, uh, some, uh, something that's been holding you back or holding you down. It can be emotionally. Sometimes it's mentally. The thing that is consuming you, that is your booth. And the great thing is that not only did he see Levi, right? He saw him while he was in his booth. And thank God that we serve a God that can see us in our mess. Watch this and still come to us. Okay. It's not that he's like, oh, I see, I I see, I see uh, Mike. I see Mike in his mess. I'm leaving him over there. No, he sees Yenis and he understands everything that comes with Yenis and everything that's happening right now. And he still does what? Still comes to her, right? While she is yet in her booth. Jesus, listen, Jesus, the whole story is about Jesus coming to us while we're in our booth. Watch this. The Bible says in John 1, 14, this is King James, says that the word became flesh and did what? And dwelt among us, okay? Before anybody could even think about being clean, the word came, came became flesh and did what? And dwelt among creation, in creation's mess. Matthew 1, 23, NIV says, 
the virgin will conceive and give birth to a son, and they will call him Emmanuel, which means what? God with us. And so he is with us, and he sees us, and he saw Levi in his booth, and he did what? He came to him in his booth. Now watch this. So Levi then leaves the booth, right? And he follows Jesus. Then the Bible says that what? He had a party. Other tax collectors, he said a large crowd, a large crowd was there, right? And says that, G, so, so Jesus is now with them in this party uh, uh, and, 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 and the tax collectors are there and, and his other friends are there, everybody. And we'll see the Pharisees. They only were having a good time. Everybody else is having a good time, right? And w- watch this. So he has it at his house, invited people and Jesus was there. And so, so now after he comes from the booth, right? Now that, now that he, and he's with Jesus and he's following Jesus and he's up behind, he does what? He now exposes those around him to Jesus. That's one of the, that, that this relationship we have with God, although it is personal, that it also is something that should be contagious, that, 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 that Charmaine, that Charles, that Val lives in such a way that when people see their lives, they want to know what has happened to them, what has changed about you. What, and so now he has this party and this gathering of all his tax collector friends and all the other people, and he has Jesus there, right? Because my life has changed, and now my relationship with God, watch this, should expose everyone around me to turn to him. Matthew 5, 14 through 16 says that we are the, what, the light of the world, a town built on a hill that cannot be hidden. Neither do people light a lamp and put it under a bowl. Instead, it says they do what? Instead, they put they, they put it on a stand and, and, it, and it gives light to everyone in the house. It says in the same way, let your light shine before others that they may what? That they may see your good deeds and glorify the father that's in heaven. And, and so and so he so he's in the booth. God sees him. He sees all of us, right? He calls him from that. He follows him. He says, he left everything right there in that moment. He follows him. He now has this big party, right? Watch this, at his house and, and, and for, for others to be, to what? To be with Jesus. And there's something that should be inviting about our faith. There is something that should be, that should be enticing to those who don't know about our faith. Watch this. But this is where we got to be careful because it's not as if it's like this is something that may that that yeah well you need a you know you're in need or you need a new house come 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 to church with me and believe with me because God's going to give you like no it's it's not that that's not what's inside it's the change in my life it's the interchange right it's the peace it's the light that they see right now here's now here now here's where things get funny okay because we also see that not only is Levi throwing this party okay so he's from the he's in the booth now he's in the, at the party right so not only is Levi throwing this party right and the tax collectors are there but the Pharisees are there too right. And they start asking the disciples, why in the world are you guys eating and with, with tax collectors and sinners? Here's point number four and something we got to realize, something we got to come to grips with. Not everybody at the party is there for the party. OK, not everybody who is who, who is present with you is present for you. OK, not everybody who's around you. Uh, uh, is, is on your side, okay? We have to understand that and watch this. And we have to be okay with that because listen, I saw this this little uh, meme on, on Facebook this morning and, um, and someone said, you can't change the people around you, but you can change the people around you, right? Like you like like so, not everybody around you is gonna be for you and I can't do nothing about that. I can't, listen, there's gonna be some people who who who, who um, can't stand you just because you're a nice person. There's some people who can't stand you because for, for some reason, the things that they may feel insecure about is highlighted when they're around you. And and, 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 and it's not that you're intimidating them. They're just intimidated by you. And you're not an intimidating person. It's just who knows? 
the, the Pharisees had all kinds of issues. It had nothing to do with Levi. It was the fact that Jesus was there with them. And they really had a problem with Jesus. Watch this. Uh, it, could be, it could be family. It could be coworkers. It could be neighbors. It could be people in your life for one reason or another, but not everyone who's around you uh, uh, is for you. And that's something that we see here in this story. And that's something that we have to understand. Watch this. Everyone else is eating and having a good time. The Pharisees are the only ones who are not. And watch this. And by the way, they could also be having a good time too, but they're choosing not to. There's, listen, they were there. They could have sat down. They could have ate. They could have spoke to Jesus, but they chose not to. They chose to what? Complain with the disciples. And isn't it interesting that not one of them seemed to have an issue with booth Levi. They only had a problem with party Levi. Okay. While he was in his booth, while he was while, while he was collecting taxes, the reason that he was hated by people when he was doing things, and we all know that their practices were wrong, that while he was booth Levi in that booth, they had no issues with him at all. They, they, oh, we love booth Levi. He's a tax collector. Oh, he's a sinner. He's this. No problem with him. But the minute he has changed, the minute he's not in the booth anymore, the minute he is now, watch this, not only is Levi at the party, the minute he's hosting it. So the, now the minute that he's in a position to where now I'm hosting the party and Jesus is here, now, all of a sudden, there's a problem. Uh, Val, unfortunately, there are some people who are going to be fine with you, Val, as long as you're Val in the booth, okay? As long as you are Val in the box. As long, listen, but the minute you walk out of that booth and the minute the things that have been holding you down physically are holding you down emotionally or holding you down mentally, the, the moment these things don't bother you anymore. And watch this. Don't let the situation not change. You just change in it, right? So, 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 so like, like those same things that got you down, they, they're, they're still present. They just don't get you down anymore. Okay. Because emotionally you've moved past it. Spiritually you've moved, you've moved past it. The moment you move from the booth, watch this. I see you see here. The moment, the moment you've now moved from the booth and these things, are no longer an issue. Now they will now have an issue with you, with you, because Levi's fine as long as he's in the booth, right? But the minute Levi moves from the booth, now all of a sudden they've got a problem with him because he's hosting this party. And it's, and, and, you know, and here's what's interesting: it's one thing to be mad at mad at Levi, right? Uh, uh, and you're not at his party. But someone explained to me why in the world are they mad at Levi and they're at his party? Come on. Why Why are you here is the question that you've got to ask. So the question that someone's got to ask, ask, ask them, How? why would you even come to the party if all you're going to do is be upset at, at who's at the party and what they're doing at the party? And you've got to ask, them, like, why are you even here? I'm not going to I'm not going to stick on this long because I don't want to see her to get to, to I see your eyeballs going to raise up a little bit. But this is true stories. Have you ever had people who will call you and text you only to want to hang out with you only to talk about you behind your back like why like why do you want to talk to me why do you want to hang out when all you want to do is do the same thing the pharisees did when they were sitting here that they would leave out and talk about jesus why is he sitting here eating with these tax collectors why is he sitting here eating with these sinners why are you even at the party they listen levi hosting this party they come to the party only to bring that negative energy but we have to understand that again not everybody who is with you is for you not everybody who is at the party is is for the party Okay. And so we understand that point number five, watch this. And this is the part that I love so much. And this should release us from so much. I want to read uh, uh, Luke 5, 30 through 31 again. Now watch this. I see you, Ma. Watch this. Watch this. It says, but the Pharisees and the teachers of the law who belong to their sect complain to the disciples. Watch this. Why do you eat and drink with tax collectors and sinners? And then it says, Jesus answered them. Uh, it is not the healthy who need a doctor, but the sick. I have not come to call the righteous, but the sinners to repentance. Watch this. I just want to, I, I want, I'm going to read that one more time. It says, but the Pharisees and the teachers of the law did what? Who belong to this sect 
complained to who? To his disciples and said, why do you eat and drink with tax collectors and sinners? But then it says, but Jesus answered him. So watch this. So they're at the party. They have something negative to say. I'm talking fast. I know. Watch this. They complained to who? They complained to the disciples. Listen, if you have a problem with Jesus or what Levi is doing, why are you asking us? Why are they asking the disciples? Why are they even talking to them about it? If the issue that they have is with Jesus, then why aren't they asking Jesus this? And why aren't they asking Levi this? They go to the disciples because we've seen in the past, and you can see it even in this chapter when you go back, what happens when they address something to Jesus. And so now they're trying to find any kind of way to get to what's happening here with with Levi and, and, and the tax collectors and with Jesus without even, let's addressing Jesus. And it's like, if you've got a problem with him, why aren't you talking to him? Why are you talking to the disciples? But anyway, it says their words weren't uh, said to Jesus, but it was Jesus who responded. Okay, check that out. It wasn't as if they said anything to Jesus. They were talking to the, the disciples, but it was Jesus who responded. You have to understand that God will always respond for you, okay? If you're looking for another point, that's another point, that it is God who will always respond to you. You Listen, today you should make up in your mind to stop defending yourself, to stop justifying yourself, stop feeling like you have to address everything that is said about you, that you have to address everything that is done to you. It, it is, you do, I see you, mom, you do not have to respond to that stuff, that it, God will respond for you. Watch this. Jesus, Jesus did this before. If you read a little further up in Luke 5, uh, Luke chapter 5, verse 21 through 22, it says the Pharisees, watch this, and the teachers of the law began thinking to themselves because this is when uh, the man who was paralyzed and they were, and his friends were trying to get him to Jesus. And Jesus says, forgave him of his sins, right? And so the, the Pharisees and the teachers of, this, of the law began thinking to themselves, meaning in their little group, they started kind of just dialoguing together, like, who is this fellow who speaks blasphemy? Who can forgive sins but God alone? Then the Bible says, watch this, Jesus knew what they were thinking and act. And so, and so they're not even talking to him, but he knew what they were thinking. And in the same way, they didn't say anything to him. They said something to the disciples and it wasn't the disciples who responded. It was who? It was Jesus. And so Jesus says, why are you thinking these things in your heart? And so we have to give up. This, and I know sometimes it's hard because this is me. I like to prove my point. I like to prove you wrong. I like to prove that, you know, you saying all this stuff about me, or you did this to me and you're not, but I have to learn, watch this, to let go of the need to defend, uh, the need to, to, to set the record straight. It's not on me to set the record straight. That because, because listen, I can set the record straight about stuff that I hear, but what about the stuff we don't hear? God hears the stuff we hear. God hears the stuff we don't hear. And he will be the one, watch this, who sets the record straight. And, 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 and that's what we have to, 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 uh, to, to lean on. And that, that it is he who will defend us. It's he who will justify us. It is he who will address things. And we don't have to do that. Watch this. Romans 12, 19 says, do not take vengeance, uh, my dear friends, but leave room for God's wrath. For it is written, it is mine to avenge. I will repay, says the Lord. I'm going to say that again. He says, do not take vengeance, my dear friends, but leave room, watch this, for God's wrath, for it is written, it is mine to avenge. I will repay, says the Lord. And this is why we know that we could what? When Jesus says, pray for your enemies, we can pray for our enemies because I don't need to respond to anything that you did because I know God is going to respond. And my prayer should be that God responds with grace and with mercy because he responds to me too. And God knows that I need, when God responds to me, I need as much grace and as mercy in his response to me as my enemies do. I talk about, listen, listen, God, God, God is not as interested 
and settling scores the way we are. You know what I mean? Crystal did something to me. I want God to get her. God would rather be gracious and merciful to Crystal. You know, like, like, and so we, we get entangled sometimes in these beasts and we, and we wish God would do this to this person. And all God really wants to do is the same thing that he wants to do for us and for everyone else is to love them, right? And so let's see. And so we, we got we got Levi in this booth, right? We talk about from the booth of the party. And what happens? Levi's in this booth. And it, 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 wasn't, it wasn't Levi that came to Jesus. It wasn't Levi's friends that bought Levi to Jesus the same way the paralyzed man brought their friend to Jesus. No, no, no. It was, it was Jesus who did what? Who saw Levi and came to him. And, 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 and that should encourage us because sometimes we're in our booth, we're in our mess, and we aren't even thinking about coming to him. But he does what? But it, it, is, it is oftentimes the first initiation of what? of God, what, coming to us. And so he's in the booth. It's God who sees us. God comes to us where we are. It says that what our relationship with God should expose everyone around us to him. That's what, that's the, that's the party. Not everybody at the party is there for the party. Not everybody who's there with you is with you and what, and we don't have to address everything that is said and we don't have to address everything that is done, that it is God who avenges. And so what we what we need to make sure that we do is the thing that Levi did, right? We need to make sure that we what? Come from the booth, okay? That we need to make sure that we don't stay in our booths. We got whether that's that mental booth, an emotional booth, a physical booth, that booth represents addiction. That booth can represent uh being bitter about something. That booth can represent certain things we've always planned and hoped and dreamed would happen and and God has a different a different path for you or something like that. We've got to sometimes religion can be a booth. We got to we got to come out of, you know, I know we talk about um, um you know, religious detox all the time, um but 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 sometimes religion has become a booth for a lot of us and and and, and we've got to come from from those booths, right, and be called from those booths uh, uh, to to that party where Levi was hosting.